Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, here we go. Adam and Jordana taking over the Chad Hartman Show. Chad, uh, sick. He's got the vid. He's going to be mad. I'll tell you what. A lot of my friends, uh, my best friend in the whole world, uh, horribly sick over Christmas. Missed all the festivities. I had another friend. Who was very sick. Mm-hmm. You were sick. I was terribly sick. I had RSV. That's a bummer, man. Mm-hmm. When you miss the holidays mm-hmm. like that and you have to separate yourself and you can't be around your family, I mean, mm-hmm. especially if you've been looking forward to it, mm-hmm. that's a bummer. So I mean, it's you... great for them if they don't like you. If you're a jerk sure. and you have to then quarantine, but great. I, w- I suppose in some cases you postpone it. If like one or more people are sick, maybe you just say, you maybe. Know, let's hit the pause button. On or it. maybe we didn't postpone it. That's why everybody's sick. Yes. Everybody was just like, screw this. We're tired of living in fear and being quarantined. Yeah. And we all just got together and now we're all sick. I feel so. like, I feel like this is kind of the, the big rebound after mm-hmm. COVID, you mm-hmm. know, where we separated ourselves and the, you know, cold. We'd, mm-hmm. I, hell, I didn't even have a cold for two years. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's taken this long for these mm-hmm. kind of viruses to. And now we're all a Petri dish yeah. and we're giving each other God knows what. Right. But you know what? That's we have these two weeks of no man's land, no man's time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, between when we get off for the break and New Year's. Yeah. Hopefully people can recover. And by next week, like it did take me literally two weeks to recover. And I still have a lingering cough, but I'm not contagious anymore. Right. That's why I'm here with you. So I will be back full force next week. So I can't use it. Open. as I can't like call in sick tomorrow. But can you say that you got me sick? I can't use that as an excuse. As far as I know, I'm not contagious anymore. Yeah. But who knows, right? Well, I think you should That's be why we're all sick. Anymore. It's been two weeks. Right. right. I think you're in the clear. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a movie critic. I don't know if you know that about me, but... I know what I like, just mm-hmm. like in anything. And I saw a movie last night that was, and usually it's the movies that get so hyped, and then I go see them, and they've been so hyped right. that they always mm-hmm. disappoint me. Yeah. Uh, I was not disappointed. I saw Maestro last night. In theaters? Bra- nope. Saw oh. it on Netflix. You can get it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper's wrote it, directed it, stars in it, and I don't really, like, before the movie, I didn't really think much or... Not that I dismiss. You're not a Leonard Bernstein Leonard, guy? You're not, not a musical theater kind of guy? Not. I appreciate what Leonard mm-hmm. Bernstein has done. Mm-hmm. West Side Story, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not a huge musical theater guy, so I, did, I hadn't given much thought to him. And even after seeing it, it's not like, boy, I need to learn more about Leonard Bernstein. Mm-hmm. But just the movie, his acting, and just the way the movie, half the movie's in black and white, half of it is in color, and 
the cinematography, it was just a very well done movie. As somebody who likes old movies, Mm -hmm. the first half, it's shot like, and it's the dialogue is like a movie from the 50s or 60s. It was just incredible. And so I highly, highly recommend Maestro. And I will tell you, early little Oscar buzz for uh, Bradley Cooper, Mm -hmm. both acting and directing. I can't wait to see it. And the woman, I forget her name, the star who plays his wife, she was incredible. Carrie Mulligan? Carrie Mulligan. What else has she been in, by the way? Do we know that? Oh, there was a uh, there was one that got some Oscar buzz okay. just a couple years ago. I can't remember the name in? of it now. Um, I don't even know who she is. But I'm going to watch it tonight because of your recommendation. Yep. Mark and I are going to sit down and watch this. So you said oh, it, the, you're well, not oh, even a Leonard Bernstein no. fan. So was it really just the art of movie making it's that the got art you, of or the is movie. it the story it's too? It's the story too, and it's a love story. Um, but absolutely the story. But I just. It's one of those movies that the acting and just the the look of the movie mm. is just it was just profound okay. and uh, it, was, it was the best movie I've seen in a long time. And I can't wait. I went in with thinking, okay, I'm sure it'll be a good movie, but man, it was really, really well done, and I highly encourage. A lot of smoking though. Th- that might be the most smoking I've ever seen in a movie in my life. Really, constant, yeah, constant smoking. At for a while, at, at, to the point Chain where smoking. to the point where you're like okay enough yes and yeah, I'm not even enough. like I, I want it to be real but it's like and I'm sure they smoke that much but it's like really you're having another cigarette there mm-hmm. like why why are we having it was crazy crazy amount of smoking mm-hmm. um, but yeah so it brings up and I had a different experience okay because lay it out for me I saw the movie also you know uh, streaming at home. Called Leave the World Behind. I also, just on a whim over the holidays, watched that. Too. Right, uh, us on a whim. We, you know, it was recommended by Netflix. The kids and I were were home, Mark. And um, this movie, it's, it's Julia Roberts, it's Ethan Hawke, it's Mahershala mm-hmm. Ali. Uh, it was fantastic. It's a lot of stars. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Love Kevin Bacon. Although he's a jerk in the movie. Um, and I didn't really know what to expect. Maddox said, I think it's about the end of the world. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, geez, that sounds Fun, ominous. uplifting. Right. Mm-hmm. Good well, holiday picture. It. And it is, I, Adam, have not slept properly since the viewing of this movie. I am haunted by the subject matter, by the execution, by the things that it made me think about during the movie. It is about as if hackers, and we don't know who the source mm-hmm. is, like knocked out our satellites. So therefore, we have no communication. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no TV. There's really no radio. There's no information getting to people. And then um, they take over communications. Like, for example, they make all of the self-driving cars, like the Teslas, drive onto the highway to block up the highway so people can't leave people mm-hmm. can't leave where they are because all of these self-driving cars have now crashed on major highways so you can't get around them by the way elon says that cannot happen okay good to know good to know but there were so many things that were so realistic and by the way it was produced in production with the obamas mm-hmm. Michelle i'm thinking and barack gosh, obama rock's gotta know something we don't like <laughs> it was as if hackers basically took over the world have disabled all communications and then you see a bomb exploding in New York City. Then, of course, you see we are in some kind of war. We are under some kind of attack. Yet nobody has any information. And it's about how neighbors either trust each other and work together or turn on each mm-hmm. other and don't trust people.
people and you can see both sides of this. Who would you trust? Who would you not trust? It makes you question yourself. Who would you trust and not trust? Um, And it was terrifying. Did you walk away from that thinking, oh, my God, we're all going to die? I walked away thinking that a lot of that is already in play about not not necessarily that I think hackers are going to try to shut everything down. I think there are elements, whether they're foreign governments or terrorist organizations or whatever, um, that manipulate our communication, social media, and absolutely work to divide us. And I think it's working like a charm, by the way. I think there are... Um, I think it's been proven. I think we, we know that, that the, for sure the Russians have tried and attempted and in some cases still do mm-hmm. use social media to forward certain ideas to, and that in turn divides us. And, and that raises a good question. If something like that would happen, well, we saw it, the pandemic happened an instance where we should have come together and for the good of yeah. humanity mm-hmm. to save lives Mm -hmm. And it turned into a a bleep show. But this was no communication. Like, it starts with, you know, those emergency alerts? We do them on the radio. And also you see them on the TV, the blue screen. Steve Murphy. You hear Steve Murphy's voice. Right. He used to go off right in the middle of David Letterman, by the way. And I was like, why did that? It always would go off right in the middle of Letterman. And yet, of course, they say this is only a test, but this was not a test. It comes up. This is an emergency alert. And they don't know and then, what the emergency is. No. And then it's just the blue screen of death forever on the TV. It ne- you never get information. People's Wi-Fi is down. Nobody can communicate with anybody, and you can't really go anywhere. It, I'm telling you, Adam, it, first of all, it was so realistic, and it was so terrifying that it it really affected me in a, a negative way. And you and still think about it, and, and it affects your sleep. And because we're helpless. Like, if that did happen, we're mere mortals. We're ants living here. Like, once the food in the pantry is gone, we're done. Like, what else can you do? There was no going anywhere. There was no traveling. There was no getting communication. I can't believe you're not more horrified by this movie. Because I, I feel – I don't – I. I I felt like the scenario like that you just mentioned and play out, I don't think it would be exactly like that. I feel like we – I have a little more faith that we'd be able to um, – To recover? Well, to get around and to communicate and to figure okay. out what's going on. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean we're we're talking on the radio right now. Were all the radio stations down in the uh, – you, know, you know what? Yeah. This, this scenario might be really good for WCCO Radio. Where we truly Most would be the good neighbor to the Northwest and telling people the pertinent information that they need to know. Uh, by the way, the work. movie we're talking about right now is named It's it called again. Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. That is also on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. And the one I was talking about earlier. It was terrifying. Uh, was Maestro, which mm-hmm. is also on Netflix. Texter says it's not a matter of if, it's when. Stop being so naive, Adam. That's what I mean. And so the kids. Well, that and doesn't I, give me comfort. Well, the kids but... and I are like, wait, do we need to invest in potted meat and build a bunker? Like, and even if you did that, how long could you really last? And would somebody just come and take it from you? Because Lots now of we people are lawless. have done that and are doing that. We are lawless now, but somebody could just come in and say, okay, this is my house now. I live here now. Because I don't have guns. Somebody could just come and say, you have to get out. Like, it was, I'm well, telling you, you get a gun. so terrifying. But I don't want to kill anybody. I would last well, five n- minutes. Nobody does. Five minutes, and I would be done. When it comes down to it, 
Would you kill somebody? Six five? Oh, no, God. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, this scenario. Telling you, it was it's a terrifying situation. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Maybe you've seen this movie and it's impacted you like Jordana. If not, have you seen something? Have you watched a movie before? Somebody texted in Denzel Washington's movie Fences, which I looked up was 2016, has affected you so much where you keep thinking about it days after you watch it. I also might have taken a gummy before the movie, which made it way oh, worse. Geez. And that was like paranoia will destroy you. Oh my gosh, it was so intense. What's affected you? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Adam and Jordana extended cut uh, into Chad Hartman show on CCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes. We got mustache songs today in honor of... The, uh, the mayor. The mayor, Jacob Fry, who's <laughs> right got now. the stash. The big debut. I mean, it's taken over the news world. It is. I we, mean. We all did our stash? biggest stories probably in 2023. The, I think we've just hit it. Probably the wrong week to debut the stash <laughs> because it's a slow news week. And if, you, if there's anything that catches our eyes. We're going to glom onto it. Right? So what do you think? You see, Are you seeing Hold it? On. Oh, come on. YouTube it's everywhere. I have to skip the... So, yeah, Mayor Jacob Fry's got the uh, the soup strainer. I don't love it. I don't love it either. I don't love it. Well, the thing I is, like the it sta- needs more. it's early. It's an early, and it, it, if it gets bushier and yeah. thicker, maybe I might change my mind. But he even says the the reaction has been a resound, lots of negativity towards it. But he says his wife li- likes it. And that's what matters. That's really all that matters if she'll If she'll kiss you with the mustache, then you get to right. keep it. But if she's like, absolutely not, then you have to get rid of it. So what do you think of Jacob Fry's mustache? Six five one four six one nine two two six. And can you can you take politics out of it? I know. Can you take politics out I of it? I love Mayor Fry, but I, I don't love the stash. But I feel like it needs to be – like you guys have more beard happening. I feel like you need to balance it with more beard. Oh, yeah. You can't just, you can't just stash it alone. It needs to have balance. So we were talking about Jordana's experience in watching uh, Leave the World Alone. Scarred for life. Is that the name of it? Yeah, leave, leave the world behind. Leave the world behind, and it scarred her for life. And we want to know what have you watched that really affected you? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like Jaws, for example. When I saw Jaws as a kid, 
um, I am still afraid of sharks. And for me, like day. when I remember the Blair Witch Project, oh, when the Blair yes. Witch Project came out, everybody thought, oh, my God, it'll, you know, yes. is it real? Was it real? And like that one was another example where it was like I watched like, eh, come on. That um, was silly, though. Someone's texted in a while. It's almost like you guys have never seen a single ap- apocalyptic movie that's come out since the 80s. I feel like I haven't, though. There's been a lot of them. Like 28 Days Later, That's you know that was the uh, virus. Oh. You know, those virus ones are tough to watch now, too. I don't it's watch like, those. It's a little too close to home. I don't watch that. Um, also, you're on AM radio right now. Satellites are not super necessary. That's from Gary Birdman. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Right. So you can't get the stream, but right, terrestrial radio, you're right. CCO would be a very important outlet to have. A movie called Salo. I will never be the same. I still shudder. I Googled that one. Salo or 100 Days of Sodom. Oh. No, don't do it. Okay. All right, Matt's saying Matt. don't do it. What's the movie The Game? 1997. The, I remember Douglas. The Game. That was, uh, I think, Michael Douglas and was Ice-T, I think, was in that. Was that the one where... Ice, well, it's like a hunting. Ice T shows up. He's invited to this hunting camp, and he's the guy that they're going to hunt. Stop it! I don't. Maybe I'm getting that movie confused with something else, though. I don't think Michael Douglas was in that one. That sounds awful. Seeing Michael Douglas, Sean Penn, the game. A wealthy San Francisco banker given an opportunity to participate in oh, a yes. mysterious game. Yes. His life is turned upside down as he begins to question things. That's right. Um, when I was in college in my freshman year in the early 80s, there was a highly anticipated show. Um, it was called The Day After. Oh, yes. I remember that. After, the Day After Nuclear War. Yes. That the was the beginning. After, yeah. The Day After. Yes. You're right. That was terrifying as well. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, but I haven't watched. I guess I don't. That's not my genre. So I don't necessarily watch things like that. That's why maybe this one just took me by surprise and it was just so realistic. And it could happen like right now. Like I was saying, like, okay, this could all happen right now and we would, our lives would be forever changed or over. Well, you got to start building the bunker. I think that's the lesson here. Dave, anything that come to mind uh, that you've watched that really stuck with you? The one. Either for better or worse. I mean, some movies, they stick with you. Like, like, boy, that'd be great if, like... What about Fatal Attraction? That was one that stuck with me. Maybe because I watched it in my teens, and I probably shouldn't have. Probably turned out, turned a lot of people off, you know, that uh, extramarital affair, probably. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you, of you, watch the... It's, like, part documentary, part narrative of the social dilemma that came yes. up three yes. years ago? Mm, for sure. That, that one, one changed yep. my behavior the moment the credits started rolling. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. opened my phone and started turning off notification after notification. Yeah. And that just immediately yeah. just opened my eyes to what our phones and social media. Just like, I, I don't want any part of what might be changing in my brain chemistry. Yeah. chemistry. I'm turning off as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people uh, that change their eating habits after seeing certain documentaries. I was just going to say we Super watched Size What the me. Health. Super Size Me was the one, right? Mm-hmm. That we, just, we watched What the Health and Mark and I are vegan now. And we have been for a few months. So, yeah, that was a, a big one. That ch- We watched more than one, but what the health was. Don't watch it if you don't want to be vegan. So, don't you know, I wouldn't watch it. And it, it did. It changed us. Somebody says children of the corn. Oh, boy. I'm still nervous to eat cornflakes. I don't think I've seen children of the corn. And, like, what's the one? Um, what's the one? It was before my time. The scary one where the girl's head spin. The Exorcist. 
Yeah. That's Marx. He's like, I can't. The exorcist. Yeah, he that's still was st- never so terrified in his whole life. And never going to have an exorcism again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, when I was in college, my freshman year in the early 80s, there was a highly anticipated TV show. I think it's called the, oh, yeah, The Day After uh, Tomorrow. About the nuclear. Yeah, the day after. The day after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah. Oh, did I? No, oh, I don't know if I said it right, but. No, yeah, the day it. after. Yeah. Someone said what disturbed me most about Leave the World Behind was it was produced by the Obamas. That's exactly it. That's how I felt, too. Like, well, you think they're in on the secret? Obama like, knows something like, we don't. Well, I, th- I would hope really they would tell us that instead of, like, you know, hey, well, you know, we could warn the people about all this, <laughs> but let's make a great movie, movie about it. Just scare the hell out of everybody. He's probably digging a sweet bunker right now. He doesn't want anybody to know I'd about it. I assume they all have bunkers, the former presidents. Children of, okay, Children of the Corn. What other, like, scary movies? Like Poltergeist. Yeah. That was one when I was a kid. I, I don't watch a lot of scary movies, but that was terrifying. Well, you mentioned Jaws. I mean, the ones that, like, actually stuck with you. Oh, my gosh. Or The Ring. People have been horrified by that one yeah. as well. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's why I don't watch horror. You know me. I don't watch horror. But this one was real-life horror. This one, again, Leave the World Behind, was very... Did you like the movie? I mean, can you like the movie and be totally freaked out by it? It just emotionally wrecked me. And I don't know that I can say I liked it. I think it was traumatizing. Squid Game, someone says. Yeah, that's challenging to watch. The Shining, Green Mall, or Green Mile. Oh, that's a great movie. That was a good movie. We too. also went to the theater. We saw Wonka and Trolls. Oh, how was Wonka? See, it, it was. Every, not, here's the deal. I oh, you're not going to rain on Wonka's parade. I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, Roll Doll. I loved growing up with that and seeing that movie, The Golden Ticket. Um, I love Timothy Chalamet, and I think it was fun if you suspend like a plot. If you're just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to watch the fun and the magic of it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was hoping more of like a story, and it wasn't really a story. Wow. It was just more Jeez. magical stuff's happening, and I'm just going to sit and enjoy the magical stuff. Everybody I've talked to has loved it, except you. I do love Timothy Chalamet. I think he's very talented. Yeah, very charming. Yeah, and Trolls was, we took the kids because it's just fun yep. to go see Trolls. But that's also, you need to be altered to watch that movie because it makes no sense. It makes, n- there's no plot. It uh, makes no sense. Weird stuff is happening. So, well, thanks for hanging get around. A yeah, get a cocktail. Have a good day. We'll oh, talk oh to you're you. kicking me out. You're yeah, out absolutely. Of here now. The yeah. girls get are out. coming to get you me. You did your show. I will see you next week, but you're Tuesday. off on Monday. Yeah, we'll be back Tuesday and then together forever. I feel like we have to plan something big for Tuesday because, you know, it's the first time in three weeks that right. we've been together. I'll bring a cake. Uh, 1231, we'll take a break. Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much. Jordana Green, there she goes. There she goes. Dave, I said it. That's my crutch. (laughs) There she goes. And here comes Arnie Carlson, former governor of Minnesota. He's got a problem with Keith Ellison, the attorney general. What is it? We'll find out next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Former Governor Arnie Carlson joining us now on the John Schuster Colwell Banker Hotline. Governor, thank you so much for the time uh, during this holiday week. You said this was the thrill of your week uh, when you answer, when Dave <laughs> answered the phone. Are you just lying about that, or truly is this the thrill oh. of your week? <laughs> I would never lie. <laughs> no, it is fun. It, it really is fun, and I'm very glad you're, co- you're covering this subject. Thank you. Sure. Merry Christmas to you, by the way, and uh, Happy New Year coming up. Um, well, same to you. Thank you, you. You say Keith Ellison is not doing his job in regards to this PolyMet mine. Uh, what is he failing to do? Well, I think it's more complicated than that. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where to start, but I think it basically starts one, 85% of Americans no longer trust their government. Mm-hmm. And that's from Pew Research, a very, very reputable group. And this is extremely dangerous and builds a lot of instability in a democracy. And it really gets down to a suspicion, a growing suspicion, and unfortunately, all too true, uh, that it's all about money. And it's all about granting special favors to special interests. And... If this doesn't change, we will destroy democracy. The, the Humphrey School of Public Policy at the University of Minnesota issued a report two and a half years ago that was completely ignored. And it should never have been. And basically what it says is, look, money is flowing into the system as a result of the 2010 decision by the U.S. Supreme Court called Citizens United. Mm-hmm. Corporate money is just flooding, be it domestic or foreign. It's flooding us. At the same time, that coincides with a lot of foreign mining conglomerates coming in and discovering copper, zinc, and a lot of valuable metals up north. And that's also Minnesota's recreational area. It's our source of clean water, and it's a source of our recreation. So you can see all these conflicts arising. And for five years, two of my colleagues, both Democrats, from the legislature, retired, and I have been working on trying to sound the alarm that our political system is fundamentally compromising public policy for the benefit of wealthy donors. And this was borne out by a study conducted by the University of Minnesota, the Humphrey School of Public Policy. And it said not only granting special favors, but the one that caught my eye was they are permitted to, quote, shape legislation. That means public policy is for sale. How many of our... And nobody has done anything about it. If you look at our current lawmakers, our current legislators in St. Paul, uh, how many are being influenced uh, by these uh, foreign groups looking to do this mining? All 201. All of them. All of them. We wrote a report, and it cited this. 
In 2020, the Ford caucuses, Democrat and Republican, House and Senate, raised over $26.5 million. That did not come from neighborhood coffee parties. Money is pouring in. One company, Glencore, which is the biggest, has been convicted of bribery all over the world, including the United States. And just this, in May of 2022, they pled guilty uh, to bribery and market manipulation, and they paid a fine of $1.1 billion. And when you read what the Justice Department said about the company, they said basically uh, they're engaged in, in criminal behavior. And yet the state of Minnesota is doing business with them, and not only that, but turning turning over Lake Superior, a large part of the BWCA, to them. So what does that look like if that mine goes through and they start doing that mining? What does that mean for for that part of the state? And how soon would things change? There are two big mining projects uh, that are are currently going through the process. And it may, may say with the help of Governor Waltz and with the help of the legislature, both political parties. And it's only the environmental groups and their lawsuits and the courts making good decisions that have prevented it from happening so far. But the Tamarack Mine sits on the Mississippi River watershed. Any damage to that watershed will flow out of your tap water at WCCO. That's how serious this is. The other one will flow into the BWCA, the St. Louis River, and into Lake Superior. And Lake Superior is, frankly, the reservoir of of good, clean water, healthy water to drink, not just for Duluth, but for all the cities and towns downstream and for many, many states. And our supply of healthy drinking water in the United States and in Minnesota is dwindling. We're down to roughly 60 percent. It's already been declared impaired, and that number is growing and unless we, 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 we come to grips with the impact that these sulfite mines will have on the quality of water, unless we come to grips with that, we're not going to have drinking water in Minnesota. Talking to former Governor Arnie Carlson on the John Schuster Colwell Banker Hotline. You know this, the lawmakers who uh, support uh, this mining and the, the companies themselves say, oh, this is safe and it's going to bring jobs to the range. Is that Purely well, falsehoods. if that be the case, then let's hold public hearings. Yeah. The legislature refuses to hold public hearings. The governor refuses to answer questions. If it's such a good and safe procedure, for heaven's sakes, let the public know. Why haven't they held public hearings? What's... Let, me, let, let, me, let me read you something okay. that I got an email from a Democrat state senator. And a number of them have contacted me, and all they all want to communicate in private. But this one I sent to, to Keith Ellison for a follow-up, uh, because the behavior of the caucus leadership uh, clearly warrants uh, a legal review. But here's what he said. You are correct in your assessment of the power and financial influence in this fight to protect, clean, to protect our waters from further impairments. And then he goes on to note how he has been bullied and threatened in order to conform to the wishes of the mining companies. 
This isn't a democracy. That's how dictatorships operate. How do they do that? How do they bully? Uh, They threaten you with the primary. And in this case, it's more serious than that. I don't want to go into the details because I shared them with Keith Ellison. I'm asking him to investigate because a criminal investigation is warranted. But it's, it's not a lot of fun to be in a caucus and be told you don't represent your district. You represent what the caucus wants. And what the caucus wants is to, to, to grant special favors to the money contributors. And they will enforce it. The DFL Senate caucus, which is the majority caucus, we just found this out two weeks ago in a meeting uh, with the Senate majority leader. Uh, she said that they have a rule that in order for a bill to get to the Senate floor for hearing, it has to be unanimously approved by the caucus. That's that's governance by one person. So the result is, since 2010, there has not been a single hearing on a bill in the Committee on Environment and the State Senate that hasn't been approved by the mining companies. Mm -hmm. I have to go back and ask you about that criminal activity that you suggest. I know you said you don't want to get into it. Can you at least allude to what well, and what I, kind I, of activity I, I, it involves? I think it, I think it involves the behavior of the legislature towards its own members. Hmm. And that's why the attorney general should review it. But let me also tell you what's criminal. What's criminal is selling public policy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's not something we should take lightly. Right. When, when, when the University of Minnesota issues a report, and this is based on their study of the state legislature and concludes that they are granting special favors to, and I think the phrase was wealthy contributors, including the opportunity to, quote, shape legislation. Now, let me ask you this. Do you get the opportunity to shape legislation? Not as far as I know, sir. I don't. I can't even get an answer, (laughs) let alone the opportunity to shape. We can't even get a hearing. Let me ask What's you. What happened is this: is money is dominating virtually every aspect of human life in America. Mm-hmm. When you have eighty-five percent of the American public doesn't trust their government, we're in trouble. And bear in mind, there was a study done by Princeton and Northwestern universities concluding that Congress was bought and paid for. Yeah, I, I think. Mean, let's sound the alarm bells. I think Our people. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, that's where I wanted to bring this back to, because I think, sadly, Governor, I think a lot of people know that, and they throw up their hands. It's like, oh, geez, you know, they're bought and paid for. And I what have, can they do? I have nothing to do with it. I have no control. So how do we get control? How do the people get control over that? Where does that I even think, start? I think the time has come to force term limits. Absolutely. Yeah. The public wants term limits eight years and out, and that's enough. Rotate power. Once you start to have money play a role, they want to take money to protect their incumbency. Our report noted that in 2020, they raised not, not just $26.5 million, but when you divide that, that comes out to 130000 per incumbent. When I ran, I spent something like $5,000 and was able to raise money locally. And that's the way it should be. It should be of the community. But now they're ignoring the public because they have money. How would you like to run for the legislature and your opponent, the incumbent, starts out with a minimum of $130,000? Where would you go to raise that money? You can't go to your college friends and raise it. You can't have neighborhood coffee parties and raise that kind of money. 
special interests are dominating us. And in the state of Minnesota, we have now become a colony for international mining. Hmm. Just the way we treated Brazil 150 years ago, searching for tin and other metals, they're doing the same for us. And the legislature hasn't taken one step to prevent bribery. It hasn't done anything to provide for more openness. It won't even hold hearings. Hmm. How's your relationship with Governor Walls? Uh, Not very good. Uh, He hasn't responded to anything. Uh, And by the way, I supported him when he ran for Congress. I campaigned for him. I donated to his campaign. So this is not some disgruntled political figure. Right. But when I wanted to have a phone call with him, I had to make an appointment. And then it was canceled. Hmm. And from that time forward, I can't get an answer out of him. And it's harder and harder to get an answer from his staff. And it's always evasive. The key question is, why are we doing business with a corrupt company, an internationally corrupt company, like Glencore. Nobody will answer. Legislators won't answer it. The governor will not answer it. I would love it if you would call the governor and put him on the radio show so he can answer it there. We'll do that. I've offered to debate. I have offered to debate. No response. So, you go, look, Governor, uh, you've served, uh, obviously, the state well. Uh, some might say, you know, Governor, you've lived a great life. Uh, enjoy your retirement. Um, what fuels you in this? That's a very fair question. The honest truth is I've always loved public policy, and you know what? I always will. Uh, I some people fish, some people golf. I love public policy. <laughs> but more than anything else, I love the idea that we have a democracy that can work for people. My parents were immigrants coming from Sweden. We were, we were raised very poor. We had opportunity. We were able to gain from that opportunity, and we want to preserve that. Once we turn government over to the very wealthy, opportunity will disappear. Uh, la- that's what's happening right now. So a texter just asking you, what was the name of that paper again from the University of Minnesota that you mentioned a couple of times? It was a, it was a study done by the University of Minnesota released in May of 2019, and it's about legislature and special interest influence very good happy new year sir thank you for the time as always well thank you very much i appreciate it thank you arnie carlson former governor of the state of minnesota twelve forty nine. your reaction next on ccl one of those we lost in uh, 2023 jimmy buffett Linda's Construction Time Check, 12.53. Time to receive 75% off installation labor on Minnesota Made Infinity for Marvin Windows. Some people like to golf in retirement. Some people like to fish. I like public policy. <laughs> God bless Artie Carson. That's such a great line, too, by the way. Uh, but a lot of people, uh, he's right. Here's the thing. It's like that conversation started, and immediately my mind goes to, uh, what a shock. Um, Money from corporations and lobbyists is ruining the process of how we should be shaping public policy and making laws in this country. I think everybody knows that, and I think everybody throws up their hands and says, well, what can we do about it? And I still do that. It's like, well, what can we do about that? Who's got the, who makes that change? Who's going to have the appetite to change that? I mean, look at how we're marching through time right now. Look at what we're being given to run for the White House next year. These are small groups of people making these decisions. 
and we have no control over it. When you asked about the legislators in St. Paul and how many are basically All of bought them. and paid for, <laughs> I was expecting or yeah, at, least, right. at least hoping him to say, well, you know, there's quite a few or, you know, I uh, I know, hey, I still know some legislators, some lawmakers that are really stand-up people that right. are, you know, reject all that, you know, corporate interest money or whatever. And without a beat, all, all of them, yep. every single right. one. Even them. ones who are there who I, I'm thinking about, who I know personally, who are all about, you know, environment and like environmental work. And it's... And then you have some lawmakers, and I'm thinking about some too. That if you look it up, you they retire from the legislature and immediately become lobbyists. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, like, wait a minute, is that are we okay with that? I mean, that's somebody who knows the inner workings of the legislature and knows all the people and who makes the decisions and who are the right people to talk to. Yeah, I'm going to uh, become a lobbyist now, make a pretty good... And I'm not saying that all lobbyists are, you know, bad people or... Sounds like what you're saying. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, when I retire, I'm going to go into lobbyists and just be a lobbyist <laughs> and make a ton of dough. But I, I... It's just so insidious. It's... Well, when you say it, you know, like, a le- like well, the example you had, a legislator that retires or mm-hmm. gets voted out, whatever, right. and immediately hops back in, hops right. into being a lobbyist... It feels dirty. Right. Whether it is or not, it just feels yucky. Uh, we need more public servants like Arnie. WCCO really needs to press our governor, legislators, and senators. No softball questions. Let Arnie host it. Well, I don't. The, the full time host of this show, I don't think, is known for too many softball questions. <laughs> I think he does a pretty good job of pressing those officials. And I hopefully I do a fair job of doing that too. But like you know, like. It's not easy to get these people uh, on the shows anymore. No, particularly the governor. Yeah. He hasn't been on with Chad in quite a while. And we've we've tried. Seems like the number one rule. I'm just kind of reacting to your text you're sending in here, 651-461-9226. Seems like the number one rule for being a public official these days is to be a narcissist. Well, that helps. I mean, if you can, you know, park Certain, uh, I don't want to say, yeah, park certain ethics at the door and say, well, I know what I have to do. I know if, but I mean, I've seen the reports about, you know, the Congress. Like, you become a member of Congress, your number one job is fundraising to keep that office. Yeah. And And to do what the party says. Do what the party says. As Arnie pointed out, they'll primary you right out of there, get somebody who will. Uh, Politicians at the state and federal level are mandating that we go away from the use of fossil fuels, including phasing out. Uh, in favor of in favor of EVs, this will require mining of minerals which are needed to produce electric vehicles. Currently, these minerals are being mined by countries where are at best unreliable. I agree with that. There are serious questions about the mining of these materials for electric vehicles. But I also agree with the fact that you know fossil fuels, while yes we rely on them, are not the answer to the future. I think the damage that's being caused by them is irrefutable. And if you look at who's sponsoring the efforts to, you know, downplay uh, electric vehicles, they're sponsored by the fossil fuel companies. It's endless. All right. Uh, finish the sentence. In 2024, or what? Well, <laughs> I forgot the question. You know what? I'll figure it out. And I'll, when I get back, I'll give it to you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 